Welcome into more important issues. It is Tuesday, July 7th. We have a, another great Vol Tales for you all. This one with VFL Landon, I think, said it in the intro. Legend, Chris Lofton. Legend. That's all you can say. I mean, that phrase, shoot or shoot, that's from Chris Lofton. <laughs> oh, for sure. Was not afraid to pull the trigger. And he actually talks about how uh, Bruce Pearl promised him that when when Buzz Peter after Buzz Peterson was fired and uh, – and then uh, Bruce Pearl took the job. He obviously contemplated his future at UT and think he made the right decision. Oh, yeah, 100%. I mean, he talks about how it's uh, it, it was his home for mm-hmm. four years. He talks about how much he loves it and how he can't wait to get back and, you know, practice with the team and stuff like that. And that's, that's all you can ask for, guys, that, you know, not only come back, but want to come back um, right. more and more. And he's been overseas a lot, so I know that's been difficult but for him to just come back and practice with the players. And he talks about he's getting up there in age um, and still doing that. I think that's that's awesome to hear. Yeah, no, it, it's great. I uh, appreciate his time and him coming on. So, some great uh, – couple great stories and then talking about his time at Tennessee and even tells us some plans. The, I think everyone was upset that the volunteers weren't playing in the uh, TBT, but they're going to be there next year. And Chris Lofton plans to, plans to be shooting lights out next year too. All now, <laughs> yeah, TBD and TBT. I volunteers to win it next year. Take it to the bank, <laughs> guys. I hope you all enjoy this. Voltels, uh, make sure you like, follow, share. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, all that stuff. Also, tag it. We love the Voltels. Tag some more, uh, some more VFLs you'd like to see see on the show. We'd love to get them on and, and love to talk about Tennessee. For sure. This is uh, our interview with the new Voltels with Chris Lofton. I'm All-American, SEC Player of the Year, Chris Lofton. Chris, how you doing, man? I'm good, man. Just I'm glad to be on the show. I appreciate y'all having me. Absolutely. Um, so I, I just – you're playing bas- uh, basketball professionally, so what's it been like for you to um, get in the gym and things like that? that during this whole quarantine thing i mean it, it was difficult you know i'm just the gyms are starting out back to really open so i'm getting in there a little bit more now but you know for those first couple of months i say maybe two and a half months it was i was at home just you know just doing like push-ups and crunches and yeah you know that was it you know everything was closed so it's it was tough but you know it was actually you know i, I looked at it as in like a kind of a blessing to just because maybe it was time just to, you know, be able to rest my body as I'm getting older, you know, yeah. you know, you need that kind of stuff. Sure. So did you get creative in any kind of workouts or anything like that? You mentioned push-ups and crunches, but did you do yeah. anything else? To- uh, not really. I was doing, um, you know, some clap push-ups, different angle push-ups, uh, different crunches, some planks. I'm trying to think what else, like calf phrases. Yeah, I, was, I mean, I was looking online, you know, different stuff, honestly, like just whatever I could do, you know, like hip stuff with the bands. So I was mixing it up, but it was, you know, it wasn't the same as being in the weight room. So it was, it was getting so, tough. Uh, yeah. So uh, you're, you're from Maysville, Kentucky, um, which you mentioned is about an hour away from Lexington. Um, so kind of tell us how you got to Tennessee. Like what was that recruiting uh, process like? You're 
Mr. Kentucky basketball. So what, what was that kind of process like, and, and how did you end up at Tennessee? Well, my senior year, we were playing in the state tournament, and the first our first game was against a coach who played at Tennessee, like in the – I think he played in the 60s or 70s. So I had a pretty good game, and the coach um, ended up calling Tennessee and was like, I need to take a look at this kid. And at the time, Buzz Peterson was coach. He came down to Maysville, watched me play, play some games, like some pickup. And, you know, next thing he invited me down to Knoxville to take a visit. And, you know, it was – that was the deal. Like, you know, it was my first, like, major, you know, D1 scholarship at the time. So it was a no-brainer for me. SEC was, you know, close to home. And, you know, it was – it was it was so so glad to be, you know, of all. Like, looking back, it was the best decision of my life. Yeah. So, so you mentioned you're living in Lexington. So that's, you know, home, home to all the Kentucky Wildcats. So with, and I know, I think your family were Louisville fans and, you know, all you knew was Kentucky basketball. So, I mean, what was that like not being recruited by them? Did that kind of like fuel your fire a little bit, kind of use it as motivation? Yeah, definitely, man. There was, you know, I was hurt, you know, as a Kentucky kid, like you, I mean, you grew up playing at, you know, Rupp Arena, you play at UK, at Louisville. And for me not to have the opportunity, it was, it was tough. And, you know, I remember just, you know, always having that chip on my shoulder, you know, just thinking, like, you know, they didn't want you. Nobody really wants you. They don't think you're good. And I always use that as motivation, you know, as, you know, like when I went to the weight room, when I went to workouts, like, it was just like me just, you know, it was like me versus the world. I was just trying to prove everybody wrong and say, you got it wrong about me. Like, I can play at this level. I can play at a high level, and, you know, a Division One school. and be successful. Yeah, so, you, I mean, you're Mr. Basketball in the state of Kentucky. How, do, how does Mr. Bas- um, a Mr. Basketball winner get out of – with Louisville and Kentucky in that state and then go to a rival in Tennessee? How does that happen? Man, you tell me. You know? <laughs> I mean <laughs> – Your guess is as good as mine. But, Tennessee you know, feels lucky for sure, but it's amazing. Yeah, it was – you know, it was crazy. I mean, I didn't – you know, I – I always thought that, like, you know, I'd be in Kentucky or Louisville. You know, growing up, Kentucky versus Louisville game was, like, a must-watch in my house. I mean, still to this day, I have to watch it if I'm, you know, if I'm able. So I just knew I was going to play in that game at some point, and, you know, it, it just wasn't meant to be. And, you know, I, I look back and realize that, you know, like, Tennessee was the best place for me, and, you know, things may not work out the way you want, but it always, it always works out for the best, you know? Right, yeah. So you mentioned Buzz Peterson, um, and I think he left after your freshman year, and then uh, Bruce Pearl took over. So what was what was that kind of transition like? Did you think about um, transferring or, or anything like that? What was kind of Bruce Pearl's message, I guess, to you when he when he took over? Yeah, definitely. You know, when when Buzz got fired, man, everybody was reaching out to me. You know, Kentucky and Louisville were calling and texting, you know, telling me to come, you know, I could come to either one of those schools, Cincinnati, and, you know, I, I really considered it, you know, it, I was considered Kentucky Louisville for sure, but, you know, at the end of the day, it was like, I mean, y'all didn't want me then, y'all didn't want me last year, so, yeah, you know, like, forget y'all, you know, <laughs> then, then I thought about, then I thought about having to sit out a year, and I definitely didn't want to do that, mm. so Bruce gets the job, and, you know, he just had that Sweet 16 run with um, University of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And, uh, you know, the way they played, we talked, and he was like, you'll fit perfect in my system. And, you know, you know, 
talking to God. It was just like, you know, maybe I just need to stay here and, you know, I'm glad I did. And you talk about kind of all this, you talk about it going to Tennessee was the best decision ever and then staying at Tennessee because Buzz Peterson, you're the coach that recruits you leaves. And I, I feel like it worked out uh, in your favor to play under Bruce Pearl at a time that Tennessee saw some of the most success it's ever seen, especially in the last 30 years. What, what was that transition like to play in on a, a you know, pretty lackluster team your freshman year outside of your success and then go into a complete resurgence? in Tennessee basketball. Um, it was, it was great, man. Just a, like day and night, man. It was mm-hmm. my freshman year was a, you know, disaster. It was, it was bad. Like it was beyond bad. Right. It was just, it just wasn't good. You know, like, <laughs> and you know, that next year with Bruce, he came in and, you know, changed the offense. He changed everything. He was a proven winner. And, you know, we bought into a system and, you know, we went from nobody coming to our games to like packed. Every game, you know, it was, it was so fun. And, you know, Bruce, you know, did a great job as, you know, he's doing the Auburn right now. And he, he, he changed the culture for sure at Tennessee basketball. Do you have any um, kind of moments or, or stories that stand out to you? Maybe, you know, I'm sure there's some that you can't share, but maybe any, <laughs> any that you can share. <laughs> uh, like what kind of stories do you mean? Like what? Just like with with players, with with Bruce Pearl, with uh, I mean even Buzz Peterson, or any fan interactions that you had, or anything like that. Mm. I mean, I would say I remember my my freshman year. We I really like, I feel like we lost like four games in a row, and like we finally won. And I was just like, later I was interviewed. I was I got interviewed, and I was just like, I don't even remember the last time we won. You know, and it was dead serious. <laughs> I didn't remember. I was like, who did we win? When did we win? It was like probably like two, two, two or three weeks ago. Like it was that. And I mean, I would say my favorite moment, like as a law, was being that Memphis versus Tennessee game. You know, that mm-hmm. that really bring that really brings back memories. Just the hype leading up to the game. We're in the hotel, it was packed. You know, Tennessee Memphis number one versus number two, ESPN and you know, those those stories like that stick out to me. Just to, you know, go from my freshman year to being to being members and being ranked number one in the world, that was that was special. Yeah, Ryan, sure. uh, what's that SEC too? You talked about SEC basketball so high. I feel like that's I feel like that's something a lot of people, especially national media, don't appreciate um, outside of Kentucky and in Florida too yeah. when you played. Um, What's that SEC schedule like, night in, night out? I, I imagine that's the stretch of games your freshman year that, you know, you don't oh, lose. Yeah, no doubt, man. I mean, every SEC game is tough, especially on the road. Like, mm-hmm. people don't know how hard it is to play on the road. You know, it just – you know, the team might be 0-6, but, like, they're going to be ready for you. You know what I'm saying? Especially, like, my last year, like, we were – you know, we were, you know, number one, ranked number three preseason. So, we're going to get everybody's best game. and we knew we had to bring it because people were going to give their best things against us. You know, the crowd was going to be packed. It was going to be sold out. So we just had to bring it, you know, every night. You, you talked about that Memphis game and how it was probably your, your favorite game. <clears throat> Maybe looking at some, some other games, what are some that stand out to you? There's, you know, the, the Winthrop game where you hit the game, game winner in the NCAA tournament. There was the, uh, the Texas game, of course. 
Um, yeah. There was, a, I think, the 31 points against Kentucky. Which, which besides that Memphis game, which one was, was probably your, your next favorite one? Yeah. Well, I'd say the Memphis game team-wise. Like, for me, individual, my favorite game, my best game, I mean, people always talk about the KD versus Texas, which mm-hmm. it was a good game, but I really didn't play that good, honestly. You know, I didn't play that good. Yeah. So, if I had to choose, it would probably be either that the Memphis game in 2000, my junior year, so it was 2006 at that time, but the 2006-2007 season at home, we played them, and I, I played pretty good that game. The Kentucky game and Rupp Arena when we won. The Georgia game on the road, you know, I think it had like eight threes maybe. Yeah, that was, was your career high, wasn't it? I think around 38 or something like that, 36? 30, 33, I think, 33. Oh, yeah, 33, okay. 33, yeah. So those three games really stick out. But, you know, those those three games were special. But that Memphis one, I don't – I think the Memphis one was my favorite just because, like, I was not just shooting threes. Like, I was getting to the rim. I had a couple of mid-range. It was, like, more variety, you know? Yeah. And then the uh, – so, Florida, was Florida 06? Was that uh, the, the time you all beat them twice, twice in one season? Yeah, yep. yep. And uh, how hot was it in at Florida? Oh, so hot, man! <laughs> they turned they turned so the AC off, right? <laughs> yeah, they, man, it was so hot there. Oh six, yep, I remember that. It was hot every year down there. It, it was so hot in there, man. It was like I don't know. I couldn't. I can't even describe the heat. It was it was ridiculous. Like you didn't like we didn't even have to stretch for real. Like we had been ready. Right. Like as soon as we walked out there, just pouring it sweat. Was bad. Playing in sauna. <laughs> That's exactly what it was. It was a sauna. That's exactly what it was. Playing in the sauna. I, so, I have to imagine though, you all were I mean, you all just ran a lot under Bruce Pearl. So I gotta imagine yeah, it was kind sure, of a sure. it, you're kinda of, I mean, outside the heat, kinda of used to it being definitely, definitely. We were in great shape, you know. Preseason and conditioning with Bruce was you know, was tough. So we was ready for these moments like that. And Bruce Pearl didn't lie to you. Shooting guards under under him, that's that's what you want to be. I mean, look at Bryce Brown a couple of years ago. Um, that was insane. They just seemed to to show out. So if anything, Bruce Pearl did not lie about that. <laughs> no, he did not lie. That's what I'm saying. If you're a two guard and Bruce is recruiting, you're gonna have the green light. Yep, yeah. go. Go now. Yeah. Um, so let's you mentioned the the KD, and I, I got to bring it up. Just I know everybody does, but have you got to talk to Rick Barnes about that? Uh, not really. I think we mentioned it to him a little bit, but it was not not a long conversation. You know, I I, I want to hear. Uh, I want to be a fly on the wall during that conversation. I'm... <laughs> That's... I have to ask him about it again. Yeah, yeah, I've heard. I've heard he's a world trash or a world-class trash talker. So, next time you see him, oh. I think you need to – I know he's a Tennessee trash. guy now, but let him have it. <laughs> he's a world-class trash talker, man, for sure. Every t- Listen, every time he sees me – so, one day, um, I'm in the gym, and I uh, I was changing my shoes. Like, we had just got done working out or playing or something. So, I was changing my socks, too. And he, he walked in and saw my feet. He's like, you don't work hard. You got too much – you're pretty. Your feet are too pretty. <laughs> So every time he sees me, he's like, you got pretty feet. You don't work hard. <laughs> he says it to everybody. He's like, oh, you know him. He don't have work you, hard. He got pretty feet. Have you gotten to go back and, and practice with the team a lot in, in the offseason or anything? Um, 
I play pickup with them sometimes when I'm around. Okay. You know, it's been a few years. I'm trying to think what year. That was it was either two or three years ago I played pickup with them, but it's it's been a while since I have. Did I play last summer? I may have played it once or twice last summer too. What what are those what's going back to Tennessee like now? Because I, I obviously you weren't a Tennessee guy before, Kentucky, Louisville guy. Um, Kentucky more than anything, I, I'd think. What, what's it like to be all in on Tennessee now and, and, and be be around? I mean, it's it's nice, man. I'll tell you what, I feel so old around them now, but it's <laughs> it's it's good to be back, you know, because it's like, I mean, that's my second home, basically. Mm-hmm. You, know, and, you know, I love Knoxville. You know, I love the fan base. You know, they've been so good to me. And, you know, I just – you know, every time I laced them up, I just wanted to give my all for them because, you know, they, they took a chance on me that nobody else will. So, like, Knoxville and Vol, you know, Vols, like, will always be have a special place. You know, that's you know, it's one of the reasons I worked so hard and was so, like, focused and determined. You know, it just nobody wanted me, and I was just like, okay, so I got to do extra. I'm just going to give, you know, Vol Nation everything I got. No excuses, you know. Win or lose, they know I left it out there on the floor every single night and I just you know had that motto when I got there you know just you know just to just uh you know just to give them everything I had and just to show them how much I appreciate what they did for me so you you still out shoot all those guys right you still oh yeah I would would say that yeah yeah (laughs) so so Chris um you know most people dream about traveling the world um but you actually have gotten paid to do so the last you know 10 or so years so what's what's that kind of been like and you know what are some of your favorite maybe experiences overseas I mean it's been it's been fun it's uh, I've been blessed you know uh, Turkey Spain Russia France Lithuania South Korea those are the six countries like I play in their league and then you know for games I've been all over Italy name it like I've been – I've had to get another passport because I've been – had so many stamps. You know, I've had to get a new passport. So, I've been everywhere and, you know, just for basketball. So, it's it's been blessed. You know, at first I was scared to go, you know, at, you know, like every other kid, you have your heart set on the NBA and, you know, it's not that many spots. It's not, you know, yeah. easy to make it to the NBA. So, you know, you you think, you know, that it's over and you go overseas and – it's just it's tough, you know, mentally being over there for that long, especially your first few years. And, you know, but after that, I got used to it. And, you know, I just I took advantage of it. I was like, well, I'm over. I'm going to make the most of it. You know, I'm going to go yeah. see some things, you know, I might haven't seen like some landmarks, you know, museums, like different things, to, you know, just to say I've been there before. Yeah. And you're in Korea right now. Is that right? I, well, I was in well, South Korea last year. OK. You know, so this year. It was, you know, I was possibly going to Puerto Rico. Okay. You know, until until the virus hit. Because the right. league, league started, like, end of March, April. So, I was possibly thinking about going to Puerto Rico. But, you know, they, everything got shut down. Gotcha. So, you wanted, to, you wanted to relive those Florida days so you could you, – you wanted to get sweaty in the gym again. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. I did. Uh, what would you say was your your most successful, the team's most successful season at Tennessee? Um, out of out of your four, what would you? Most successful season. Um, I mean, like you feel I like you reached go, your preseason goals, I guess. 
I would say 2008. I mean, we were 31 and five. You mm-hmm. know, we got beaten in 2016. I mean, we didn't go as far as we wanted in the tournament, but right. I mean, that was special. You know, winning 31 games, losing five games. It's, that's a special season. You know, right. I mean, I didn't you know play play the best that year. You know, and it was a tough year for me. You know, off the court. You know, with what I was going through, but it was you know it was fun to be around my teammates and you know be able to you know have those memories with them. And you brought up that that last year and how it was tough. What's that going into the season when you sit down with Bruce Pearl to to talk about the you know what you're carrying personally and the cancer? What is that process like to be a college athlete and go yeah, through that? You no, know, like I tell people, it was tough. Like you know, I mean, like when you see those cancer commercials, like I mean, you don't like as a young as a college kid, high school kid, like that's the last thing you're thinking about. Like I'm playing high school basketball, like I'm I don't have to worry about that. You know, that's the last thing you think about. And then, you know, when I'm diagnosed, it's just like, man, like, this is it's like crazy. Like, you know, he realized, like, who are you? You're not special. You know, right. anybody can get it. And, you know, that really hit me. And, you know, it made me realize, like, you know, you just, you never know. You just never know. And and another thing with that, when you when I was young and I thought about cancer, like, first thing I think about, oh, I'm dying. You know, like, I'm thinking <laughs> I'm about to die. You know, yeah. like. So it was, you know, good to like, you know, read up and like really, you know, know what cancer is and what, you know, things that, you know, goes into it and stuff people go through. Because I was just like, you know, when people think about, talk about chemotherapy and radiation, like I know what they're going through now. So I know it's not easy. So like it's a better understanding for it and just, you know, makes me like, you know, like appreciate the tough times. Because like, you know, like I was always told like, you know, tough times don't last, but you know, tough people do, and it was, it was, it was tough, but I mean, I think it was good for me. All right. And I mean, that's, that's great to hear. I mean, I I can't imagine how tough it was not only to live with that, but then to play basketball. We just talked about how grinding the the SEC schedule can be and, and the workouts can be. And it's, uh, I mean, it's very admirable that that you were able to do all that emotionally and physically. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. It was. I mean, it, it was difficult. You know, I look back on it. I'm just like, and it, it was tough. It was definitely tough. Just mentally, I think. You know, just like because mm-hmm. I wasn't, I wasn't, I didn't play the same as I was the year before. I'm, you know, SEC Player of the Year. So right. And then you know, that senior year, I wasn't, I wasn't the same. And it, it was, it was tough. I mean, there was, there was nights like I didn't sleep good. I would, you know, I would, you know, cry and just be like, ask God why me. Like, what did I, mm-hmm. you know, just thinking like you know, like the worst and just, but, you know, I, you know, like I said, I look back and I think, I think it was, it was good for me to realize that, you know, basketball was like, it's my life, but it was, you know, it, it's not everything, you know, like, you know, right. you know, life is precious. You just don't know. And, you know, I, I'm, you know, I, and I, I thank God for that, you know, just making me go through that tough time to, you know, make me realize that, you know, like, you know, basketball is just the game. Absolutely. Yeah. Are you still uh, kind of close with some of those guys that you played with? I know Jordan Howe was, I think, your roommate, and he was the only player to know, um, you know, w- when you were diagnosed and everything like that. So, what do you, do you still have a relationship with any of those guys? Yeah, yeah. I talk – you know, it's funny. We were on a – actually, a lot of us were on a Zoom call probably a month, probably a month ago. You know, because okay. we were we were talking about playing that. Did you see that TBT tournament going on at ESPN? Yeah, yeah. we were 
pretty excited so to see were, you all play in it. Yeah, we were we were talking about getting into that, but you know, things didn't work out, and mm-hmm. you know, so we were all on a Zoom call. So I got to talk to a lot of people: Tyler Smith, Duke Cruz, Wayne, you know, and you know, Jawan Jordan. You know, I, I still talk to them every now and then. So it's, I still talk to most of them. I would say a few of them for sure. Do you? Uh, what's your relationship like with Bruce Pearl still? Oh, it's good. I mean, I I talked. I'm trying to think. The last time I talked to him, I saw him over. What day? I don't remember, but I remember um, seeing him because I was in Auburn. Actually, one of my friends' mom's dad, you know, and so I went down to a funeral there, and Bruce was there, so I got to see him, talk to him, and I got to go to watch practice, and you know, just just sitting on right. film study and all that. So it was good to see him and Steven and the whole crew just, uh, you know, just it made me, you know, think back to Tennessee days and, you know, how Bruce, you know, continues to work hard and, mm-hmm. you know, prepare his players for, you know, their next opponent. So he doesn't have the pretty feet. He works hard, right? <laughs> <laughs> you, have to ask Rick, you have to ask Rick Barnes that. I got pretty – he says I got pretty feet, though. <laughs> so, so um, Chris, I have a, a story for you, and you probably don't remember this, but I went to Stock Creek Baptist Church in um, in South Knoxville, and you know, we just came out of um, Sunday school one day, and so the kids are, you know, out of Sunday school, we're kind of down because we got to go to big church. You know, big church is kind of boring. Um, but there was a little bit of commotion in, in the sanctuary that day, and a lot of Tennessee basketball players were there. And I think you were there. Jordan Howe was there. Um, there's a couple other ones. Um, but I went straight to my mom. I was like, Mom, I got to get a piece of paper. I got to get I got to get these. <laughs> so she was like, I don't have any paper. So you uh, actually signed a prayer request card for me. <laughs> I think I still got it at my parents' house. <laughs> so I'm sure you're asked to sign some weird things. But uh, I'm sure a prayer request card was was a different one. <laughs> I think I think that's the first I've heard of that one. <laughs> that is that's that's a good story though. It's funny. It's um. How, so how old are you? How old are you? So I'm. We're both twenty five. Twenty mm-hmm. five. Okay. Yep. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. I'm old. <laughs> I'm old, man. I'm old. Yeah. All my all my Chris Lofton memories are my uh. They're my childhood memories. <laughs> yeah i don't i don't fit in the jersey anymore <laughs> yeah, yeah i was man, old. i was uh when i was shooting my game winning three in the driveway it was the it was the winner over kd okay <laughs> long time ago yeah yeah uh who's the most uh, speaking of your teammates who, who do you think's the most underrated player that that you played with at tennessee underrated hmm Good question. I had some. I had some good teammates, man. Everybody had their thing, what they did best. Um, I tell you, a player like um, so. JB Prince was a. He was he was very, a good player. You know, like mm. he was like six 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 seven. Was long, athletic. He could, you know, he could, you know, play the point. He could guard, you know, multiple positions. He was. He was a – I think he was a, a special player for sure. That's a – Man, I miss those teams. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, the, the couple of years between uh, 
between Bruce and Rick Barnes were, were tough. It's uh, a couple of those. You talked about how, how just all around talented those Bruce Pearl teams were, man. They were, they were very Yeah, good. for sure. No doubt. They were, they were, he always, Bruce is a great, he's a good recruiter. It, it, kind of going back to that, you, you, the 07, 08 season, you said 31 and five, you end in the sweet 16. It, it's, I feel like college basketball is a, I feel like rarely the best team wins it all. What's it, what's it like to play such a great season? And obviously you're happy with it. You, you said it was probably your most successful one there, but it kind of sucks as a, as an athlete, it, it either your season ends in a, in a championship or in just complete disappointment. So, I mean, you all had a lot of great seasons there that maybe didn't end how you necessarily you know, saw them ending. For sure. You knew it was tough, man. Especially that last one out 2008, I mean, that was my senior, my last game of my career, you know? You know, the worst part? It was on my birthday. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Career-ending loss on my birthday. Yeah, you can't even go out and celebrate the birthday at that point. You're, yeah. Uh, meeting, <laughs> I just gross. knew I was getting – I just knew we were going to win. I was a B-Day player. Right. That's all I wanted. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't care how it happens. I can have zero points. Just give me a victory on my birthday. But, right. You know, it was, it was tough, man. It was tough. You know, just – I mean, that was the last time I put on that Tennessee Orange jersey. So, so what's next for Chris Lofton? You mentioned you're trying to go to Puerto Rico. What's uh, what's kind of next on your plate? I know everybody's trying to get out and um, you know, start getting life back to normal. I guess if that's right. even going to be a thing anymore. But uh, what what's kind of next on your plate? Oh, yeah, I'm just trying to. I'm trying to decide, man. I'm trying to figure out. You know, I think I want to play at least another year, and then. I'm trying to decide, like, I've talked about getting into coaching, training. So, I'm, you know, I'm, I don't know at the moment. But if I had to say, I, I think I want to get into coaching, you know, just to see if I like it. And you do a basketball tournament or a basketball camp. Um, yes. So, when when is that? Or is, is that already happened? Or is it kind of well, on the back burner? We, we, yeah, we, back, we canceled it for this summer, you know, because of the virus. So, hopefully next summer we'll be back. And, and and it's with somebody else, correct? Yeah, we're the one in Maysville is with the Darius Miller. You know, okay. I don't know if you know Darius. Played at UK. Yeah. He plays yeah. for the Pelicans now. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we're from the same hometown. Like we're from the same place. Oh dang! Well, there's like nine thousand people in Maysville, so it's <laughs> two two of the best college basketball yeah, players so. came out of there. That's awesome. <laughs> so yeah, so we do a camp. Then I do one in Knoxville too. So okay. Oh yeah, I've, I've heard of that one too. Cool, man. Uh, well, well I have, I've got one more question. Are y'all doing – are y'all going to try to do the TBT tournament again? I guess that's next year? Yeah, for sure. For sure okay. next year, yeah. You know, this year was kind of different because of the mm-hmm. virus and everything. We had to get to the hotel and quarantine for five or six days, and it just was, you know, a lot. So, guys, was just like, let's just wait and do it next year. Right. Yeah. But like I was telling them, man, I'll be 35 now. I'm like – We're going to have to hurry up. Staff, right? <laughs> getting any younger <laughs> i know uh yeah the vol fans expect you to play in it i know we were all excited to see tennessee as a whole yeah. but especially chris lofton yeah. so i'm saying i mean <laughs> i'm getting up there now 35 <laughs> <you> know? <laughs> that's awesome well chris hey it was, it was a pleasure having you on really appreciate it appreciate the time um and we wish you the best and uh hopefully we we see you on the court soon man appreciate y'all thanks a lot thank you we'll see you see you man see you